Good morning. This is Reverend Curtis Watkins bringing you words of encouragement this morning. And in time like these, we need some encouragement. And our word today is coming from Romans 5, 1 through 6. And the word of encouragement today is hope. Hope that does not make a shame. Not just any kind of hope, but divine hope. With what we are going through today, the pandemic, social unrest, political unrest, wars and rumors of wars, we need hope. We need divine hope. And that hope is undergirded by our faith. And that's the faith of God. Not something that we just make up. But if we walk by faith and not by sight, we will experience the fulfillment of God's promises in our lives. So some of you might ask, what is faith? What is faith? Hebrews tells us faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance and the substance of that faith is hope. So when we look at hope, we begin to talk about the confident expectation of what God has promised shall come to pass. And when we look at Numbers 23 and 19, it allows us to see something about God. It allows us to look into God's character as to who he is. And it tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent or change his mind. He has said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken? Shall he not make it good? And another scripture allows us to see in 1 John 5 through 14 tells us, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything of him according to his will, he will hear us and he will answer us. Hope is not something that we imagine, but hope is given to us by God and is based upon his promises. 1 through 29 of Colossians, 24 through 29 of Colossians, hope to the unbeliever was a mystery. Until God chose to reveal them to the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, 
the hope of glory. You don't experience this hope until you are born again. A born again believer in Christ. And then you receive all the benefits that come with a relationship with Christ. To the world, to unbelievers, that ideal of hope has everything to do with wishful thinking. It may or may not come fast. But like I said before, the pathway to this hope is faith. Faith undergirds hope. Faith is what holds hope into place. Romans 8 and 24 says, for we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that what we see, then we patiently wait for it. And as we go into chapter five, faith is not only the substance of things hoped for. We have been justified by faith. Our faith in Christ declared us innocent of all the sins that we have committed. And because of our relationship with Christ, we are not enemies with God anymore. For the sacrifice that Christ made at the cross and taking our sins and laying up on his shoulder and nailing them to the cross, we have access to God through our faith, through our belief, through our trust in him. We no longer have to be in a church setting. We don't have to no longer be in a Bible study. We don't no longer have to be within a group. But as an individual believer in Christ, we have access to God whether we are at home, whether we're on the job, whether we're in the mall, wherever we are, if we are in Christ, we have become a new creation in Christ and therefore we have access to God. The veil of the temple has been rent and we no longer have to go before a priest. We no longer have to stand in a church service and come before God. But God has given us access by our confession of faith in Christ. And that's where we stand today, not outside of the will of God, but in the will of God. We have become sons and daughters of God. And we rejoice, we celebrate in the hopeful glory of God. The power of our relationship allows us to glory 
in our tribulation. No matter what you're going through today, no matter where you are in life, whether you're on your sick bed, whether you lost your job, whether you're standing in the food line, you don't know what the next day might bring. But through those tribulations and through those trials, the word says the power of God in our relationship allows us to glory in our tribulation and in our circumstances. Knowing these trials, these tribulations has brought us to the classroom at the foot of Jesus' knees. And what we see and what we hear teaches us to be patient. How to trust in Christ and this patience that we learn at the foot of Jesus gives us experience. An experience that when this come upon us again, we will be able to handle it because we're standing on the promises of God. And when we stand on the promises of God, we know that God is not a man that he should lie. No matter what press say, no matter what the president say, no matter how it looks, no matter what your circumstance is, God does not lie concerning his promises and concerning you. So we have that experience. And from that experience, from going through hard time, it says from that experience, it produces hope. The confident expectation of what God has promised, he will deliver. And this hope, it allows us to see that it will not make us ashamed. In other words, this hope will never disappoint us because God's love is more powerful than the shame that we might feel, than the disappointment that we might feel. This hope in God and his love replaces the shame which is shed abroad. The shed means the outpouring. In other words, God picks you up as a water fountain, a pitcher of water, and just pours it out and then breathes his love into it and replaces that water with himself which is the living water that is springing up until eternal life. And we need to get this in our heart. Speaking to the believers and the unbelievers. All this happened while we were still in our sin. While we were still without strength. 
while we still didn't know our right from our left, up from down, which road to take, God sent his only begotten son. St. John says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Before the foundation of the world, before God spoke in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Before the word was even spoken, God had already saved you by the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. So no matter what you're going through or where you might be in life right now, you might not believe in God. You might have your own way of thinking. But I encourage you today to try Jesus. He will not disappoint. I encourage you today that if you just take a piece of this message, you might not understand it all, but whatever you understand, just grab a hold of that word and hold on and pray and seek God. And if you don't know how to get to that position, maybe a family member or a friend will lead you to understanding what the word of God is saying. Keep hope alive. Don't allow what you see to turn you away from the promises of God. We thank you this morning for this time that was well spent. And as we leave you with encouragement, we ask God to bless you as only he can bless you. God be with you throughout these days and the days to come. Reverend Watkins, bringing you a word of encouragement in this day and time. Amen.